So from the city of Monmouth this morning, we do have Mayor Rod Davies. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Vanessa. Also with us, Ken Helms, the uh, communications manager. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. And we have Lou Steinbrecher with us, who is the city administrator. Good morning, Lou. Good morning, Vanessa. Good to see all three of you. How was last night's city council meeting? Well, we had a lot of items on the agenda. You sure did. Yeah, it was uh, kind of uh, busy. But uh, we started off with two proclamations. Uh, the first proclamation I did was uh, to help celebrate the ninth anniversary of the National Apprenticeship Week. And, uh, you know, that's uh, one to raise the awareness of the vital role that uh, the apprenticeships, uh, registered apprenticeships provide in creating opportunities and people to... Um, earn while they learn and it's a pathway to good quality jobs and so we wanted to declare uh, November 13th through the 19th as National Apprenticeship Week and make people aware of that. Uh, and then of course we did our annual uh, Veterans Day proclamation asking people to uh, honor those who have served our country and uh, those who continue to serve and uh, their families uh, for all the support and things the, that they face and in, in, while people are in service. And so those were two good proclamations that we started the meeting off with. And then we had our um, department head reports, I think, Ken? Yeah, um, we had a couple of department head reports, our uh, building and zoning uh, and our uh, public works report. Uh, at the building and zoning, um, Director Clark just kind of went over uh, a few different things he's been trying to address with the uh, community. A lot of this um, ties into the the same stuff that uh, we're normally trying to be pretty uh, active on, which is junk and debris enforcement, um, you know, basically taking care of the properties uh, that are around town. Uh, it's mostly uh, complaint-driven, so uh, Joe's been issuing uh, some different citations trying to work with landowners to uh, get that accomplished. Uh, the Woodard and Curran September report, um, it's been a pretty busy month for Public Works. Uh, first off, they took a collection of uh, new uh, end loader and backhoe. Uh, that's part of a lease agreement that the city started uh, a lot of years ago. Uh, basically, every five years we get a refresh on the equipment. That really helps with the wear and tear um, on the equipment. We don't have to... Um, you know, basically that equipment is always in use, uh, doing some project somewhere, um, so we don't have any surprise. Uh, you know, all of a sudden something catastrophic has happened and we have to get a new one, uh, that kind of thing, especially. Uh, nobody wants to deal with a broken backhoe when the uh, water main is spraying up in the air and it's, you know, seven degrees outside. Uh, so with working with the dealer on that, uh, they actually took delivery a little bit early on a backhoe because that market um, is in pretty high demand right now and that ended up saving a couple hundred dollars every month on the lease agreement. So really happy to, to get that so the department gets new equipment and saves money. Uh, leaf collection. Yeah, uh, what is that thing? For leaf collecting, that is. Yeah, it. I get a giggle when I see that, and you've got somebody sitting. They have to sit in the back of yeah. it. And what is that? Well, it was. Um, it was supposedly designed for that. It's uh, 20, 30 years old, I okay. think. Uh, it's been there a while. We've rebuilt it a couple of times. We actually have a brand new leaf pickup machine that the council authorized. Unfortunately, the with a nine or ten month lead on to build it. Uh, 
we just missed uh, we will just miss it this leaf season so this will hopefully be the last season for that leaf pickup machine that's uh it it does a good job but it's uh usually breaks down and we end up using our end loader to get them up out of the street well it's comical i mean it's uh it, it, we're glad to have it but it's uh it's unique looking so it, it does it it breaks it breaks down a lot um just well, because 25 30 years old yeah, yeah it's age and um there's also uh, a lot of people will throw uh well not a lot but some people will throw uh, large branches mm-hmm. um those really mess that machine up oh i bet when that happens and then even rarer but it does occur sometimes uh, i know it's irritating when people drive through uh the leaves and everything that they stick out on the side of the street um, however, I should say sticking a cinder block or bricks in that is dangerous. It breaks the machine, and it's an extreme safety hazard towards traffic. Um, sure. And every once in a while, they run into that, too. Uh, so these things, uh, they break down, but hopefully uh, next year we'll have the, the new leaf machine uh, that'll really be a lot more efficient and get that done. But yet bricks and sticks could could mess that up too right uh yeah but it'll have it's it's a newer design uh so it it will uh but not as much i guess you could say so uh there's that and uh then the harlem water main project uh, that actually uh, was just awarded to lavender construction uh that's for the phase one replacement project uh that has been uh, wonderful funding that's done through the Community Development Block Grant and the Community Projects General Infrastructure Grant. Um, State Senator Mike Halpin actually assisted in uh, getting some funding for that and uh, working with that, I think. Uh, Rod? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Senator Halpin got us a half million dollars uh, towards that project, and uh, so that was uh, very much needed. That project is, is going to be... Uh, about seven hundred forty-seven thousand four hundred dollars, uh, and that did go to Lavadier Construction, and which is kind of a local uh, contractor. They've done a lot of underground work here, and we're very happy they were the low bid. I think we had what uh, six bidders uh, on that, and uh, they were the successful. And that bid actually came in below the engineered estimate, so that also helps with the budget and the rest of that project. So. Um, this could be a big project. Yeah, Huge. and this yeah this is uh, phase one from uh, North Main Street to uh, G Street, I believe, and uh, so that we'll get that first part in, and then uh, we'll we'll tackle the second part, and then we'll get into the road. <laughs> and I do want to point out, um, you know, I'm in a very good mood, so I just being silly when I'm making fun of the leaf machine. We're actually very fortunate because we were driving yesterday to the educational farm for Monmouth College, and my employee said, I wish we could just put our leaves where he lives in the road and they pick it up because it took him six hours to pick up all of his leaves and bag them because that's how his community deals with it. So we're actually pretty fortunate that we can put them out in the road. No, it is. It's a, or Boulevard, I should it, say. Yeah, it's a great service. It's one I think our public works department wishes we didn't offer because <laughs> it is a huge project. But I think this new machine is really designed for leaf pickup. I think it's going to make a huge improvement on that uh, for everybody. So we're really looking forward to being able to use that next year. But yeah, it is a great service. But again, it's part of our uh, infrastructure with EPA requirements that, you know, we 
sweep the streets, clean that because we're a combined sewer system and mm-hmm. we have to keep those things cleaned out and keep the debris out of them. So uh, that's all part of our required maintenance. Okay, what was next? Well, then we had a uh, um, presentation. We discussed the economic recovery plan that had been uh, completed. Um, earlier this year, the city had received the uh, RISE planning grant through the Illinois Department of uh, Commerce and Economic Opportunity, and these were actually uh, federal COVID funds that were uh, used. It's a planning grant to help develop an economic recovery strategy to recover from the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And um, this plan has been uh, prepared over the course of the last six months. uh, And it had been reviewed by the uh, Maple City Area Partnership, uh, MCAP, uh, who signed off on it and then uh, was presented last night to the uh, City Council. Uh, Let me just point out maybe a couple of the uh, main priorities of that uh, economic recovery strategy. One uh, was to um, um, really um, develop a a public-private partnership uh, to create a non-profit economic development organization funded with both public and private funds that could be used to hire a a full-time staff person that would be dedicated specifically as a professional uh, economic um, development uh, person, and uh, we are in the actually uh, in the uh, phases of uh, accomplishing that. <clears throat> MCAP, uh, along with the city, um, is uh, uh, in the process of joining a partnership with the uh, uh, Monmouth Area Chamber of Commerce, and then just recently, even Warren County has joined in that partnership, and it, uh, the purpose is to. Uh, generate sufficient funds to actually have a full-time economic development professional on staff. So we're moving forward with that. Uh, the other uh, couple of um, priority goals for that of that uh, uh, strategy was to really focus on uh, new housing development. And we've known this for some time. Uh, we've got a, uh, a housing needs study that was done back in 2018 that we've been working with both land developers and home builders to attract their uh, willingness to invest in the community, primarily to, to uh, focus on single-family residential subdivision development. Uh, and we will continue to do that. Uh, obviously, the plan uh, reinforces that as an important part of our economic recovery. Luke, and, oh, I'm so mm-hmm, sorry. Yeah, yeah no. Mm-hmm. On the housing development, what do we need from others, the community, as we work mm-hmm. together to try to find new housing opportunities in Monmouth. Bringing a developer means what What do we have to provide? Well, uh, or make ourselves attractive? Yeah, I, I think the missing component um, that's really uh, the main challenge that we have is finding um, a suitable development site um, uh, close in close proximity to the, the city limits. And, you know, we've been working with uh, some property owners uh, for the last couple, three years trying to uh, acquire such such a property. I, I think that uh, uh, we're probably looking at, you know, some something in the range of about 20 acres that would uh, be uh, at least for the first phase of a housing development. We could, I think we could build a, uh, a really nice uh, single-family residential subdivision uh, on 20 acres. And so that's, that's kind of the missing element right now. 
Okay. Uh, and then um, the other last one I would just point out as a major priority is continuing to focus on infrastructure improvements. Uh, we know that, uh, particular with our water supply, the, there is a need for us to, uh, you know, drill a, a new production well, uh, build a, a, a another small water treatment plant, and possibly a elevated uh, water tank. Uh, and that is to make sure that we have enough potable water to support both industry, commerce, and, and residential development. And so we, we've been working on that. Again, the plan reinforces that strategy, and we will continue to do so. Okay. Uh, so uh, after uh, I had reviewed that with the council, uh, there was a motion to uh, to approve that uh, economic recovery plan last night. How did you, and I apologize, there was opening night of basketball, so I totally forgot to watch the, um, I normally watch your city council meetings. How did the uh, council respond to this um, economic reco uh, recovery rise grant? Because there's some really key information in here that's uh, valuable to the, the city of Monmouth. Yeah, we, well, we had um, sent the uh, uh, documents out, both the, the full uh, report as well as the executive summary and we did get some feedback um, informally uh, before last night's meeting but um, I think that they uh, were interested uh, in in the approach I know there's a, one of the other priorities in there in particular is to focus in on downtown revitalization and that certainly was of interest to the council members sure. as well well and the current analysis of economic conditions in uh, Monmouth. Uh, there's a paragraph that I thought really summed it up, Mayor. If you want to give that a quick read, that kind of gives our audience an understanding of what, what we saw as, as this w report was put together. Yeah, that uh, our population has slightly declined, but the community has stayed ahead of the curve on income and earnings. Um, however, educational attainment, poverty, and housing affordability are areas that need attention and employment is largely found in manufacturing and a key industry uh, cluster and driver for of the local economy but uh, that may be diversified to uh, whether any economic downturn in the future so yeah, yeah those are all things that we're aware of and we continue to uh, look for options and development in that area and which is the why we're searching for uh, an economic development person and uh, you know it's been a really key part that Lou's worked on the last six years of getting this housing going but you know the, the cost of single-family homes is difficult to overcome in today's financing but the really the uh, the key is the land, finding the right spot to develop. And that's proved to be the most challenging. We we thought finding a developer and a home builder would be, and we were fortunate to have a couple of really good players there that uh, have a lot of experience and willing to invest in the community. And so we're working, uh, you know, that to find that missing piece. Okay. Well, hopefully we can find the land um and, and you never know what that means, especially with our partnership with the county as well. Uh, you just never know. So, um, you know, the, the Estes construction project that you guys are working on, that's going to provide apartments in the old city hall building next to Save-A-Lot and behind Stanton Insurance. That's a step in the, you know, the right direction that that building is going to be used and back on the pay, on the tax roll. Yeah, and, and that goes back to the housing needs study in 2018. It, it, it indicated very clearly that 
there was a uh, strong demand for new single-family housing development, but it also indicated that rental housing was also. And so we've had some efforts to try to uh, uh, get some, some new apartment buildings uh, built, uh, and certainly that was part of the uh, Monmouth Townhomes project was to make more rental housing units available. But it also focused on uh, housing in the downtown area. And this is uh, one of those components. We're uh, very fortunate, I think, to have someone of the quality of Estes uh, construction out of the Quad Cities that uh, have an interest. And we're certainly in the process of negotiating a partnership with them to uh, make that project uh, a reality for 13 new apartments in downtown. Yeah, and they they shared with us and, uh, you know, the two projects they just recently completed and... uh, to show that it, the cost is feasible. And uh, so we're really looking forward to making that project a reality. We're meeting with them in a couple of weeks and uh, uh, hopefully to finalize details because we've got to, uh, we have 90 days to do our due diligence and get that put together. And so we're really looking forward to it. The building's been empty, oh, gosh, over over 20 years. And so it's, uh, it, it certainly would be nice to get that filled and get it on the tax rolls. Okay, what's next? Um, let's see. We had a request uh, by Monmouth Park District to um, vacate an old subdivision that had been plotted over in the McEwen Court area. That actually that was in um, the old Warfield Park area. I think. Uh, Warfield Lumber Company owned that land and was going to develop it. And uh, when, you know, that just didn't happen, uh, uh, the Warfield family donated that land to the park district and there's been a park down there. And now there's a a formal plan to really upgrade that area, put in a shelter house, uh, some restrooms, parking, and a uh, more formal uh, soccer field down there. And uh, so we needed to get that. uh, It's kind of a technical housekeeping thing to have that old plat subdivision plat vacated and uh, council did agree to do that so that this project uh, can go forward it doesn't affect any existing homes or any existing development in the McEwen court area I want to be clear about that this was land that had been owned and and always been vacant um, that was given to the park district and so they're ready to move forward but doesn't affect anything else that's going on or the homes that are existing Mm -hmm. in in uh, McEwen court okay and we also had a request for a stop sign at the intersection of north third and east clinton avenue Um, there was recently a a motor vehicle wreck uh, at that location so that's kind of sparked a little bit of uh, interest uh in that area so they could uh see so that went to council uh there was some discussion with police chief Schweitzer uh about the logistics of putting one in uh that there's a current yield sign there a few different other variables on it uh in the end no action was taken uh last night but council uh, kind of wants to evaluate some other data sets that we can pull from our report system to see how many, uh, what the frequency is, uh, what direction uh, other uh, accidents occur at, um, that kind of thing. So we may see that come back up uh, in the future. Okay. 
And then we we had an ordinance to uh, increase the number of uh, packaged uh, liquor license um, uh, in the community. Uh, we had received a request from a, an out-of-state uh, business interest who uh, was uh, planning to rent the property at 218, 220 uh, South Main Street and uh, wanted to uh, open up a packaged uh, liquor store there. Uh, but we didn't have um, enough of uh, uh, all of the licenses we had had already been issued. So he had asked the city council to consider uh, creating one additional uh, class four liquor license. Uh, there was no action taken on it. Um, the uh, the ordinance failed for lack of a motion and, and support uh, or a second. Uh, and I think the there are probably two primary reasons is uh, is one, we we currently have four class four package uh, liquor licenses in the um, in the community, which is one liquor store for every 800 citizens here in in, uh, uh, in, in Monmouth, which is really pretty. You know, that, that's a high concentration, and, and so I think there was a there was a concern that we've al we already have enough packaged liquor um, stores in in the uh, in the community, and then the, the second concern I think was. Uh, this, this is really not the kind of business we want in the heart of uh, downtown Monmouth. We've already got a uh, uh, overlay zoning district that prohibits uh, tobacco and vape, vape shops, uh, tattoo and piercing parlors, pawn shops, title loan, quick cash stores, and that type of thing. Um, and uh, I think this type of use, it, it's, there was a concern about the curb appeal of uh, you know, having having a uh, packaged liquor store, you know, right on on Main Street. So uh, there, like I like I said, there was no motion, there was no second, uh, and so the uh, the ordinance died for lack of support. Okay. And I think there's uh, we we get requests for uh, opportunities to, for storefronts. There's uh, they're all full except for these two, and I think uh, you know hopefully with some maintenance and some uh, approach we can. Maybe get that, uh, have some other opportunities to go in there. Okay. All right. Any other uh, new business development? Any other good things on the horizon that you guys have this morning? Uh, no, can't think of anything right at the moment. Okay. Uh, we're, um, again, we're pushing forward for that, uh, our uh, water, new water treatment plant and new well because we, uh, our existing facilities run 24 7 and uh we just had to completely overhaul one of the wells and all of the uh the regeneration units and so we're uh we're anxious to uh you know get that capacity increased so we can continue to support uh uh future growth yeah and I, you know we're right on the cusp of beginning our uh uh, you know, public square uh, streetscape beautification project. Uh, you know, w uh, we will probably be moving forward with the uh, replacement of the water main um, in the square here uh, during the winter months. And then um, hopefully by um, June or so of next year, we'll actually start the beautification process. I know there was uh, just recently uh, our um, engineering firm that's doing the design work had a meeting with uh, all of the business and um, property owners around the square and starting to engage in that uh, conversation with them uh, to, um, you know, address any variety of concerns, including access during construction, that type of thing. So um, that's uh, exciting to see that happen happening. Uh, we're also addressing uh, 
parking issues as it relates to that uh, streetscape project as well. Yeah, and we're uh, I think we're going to add uh, maybe a new parking lot on the South First to the project um, uh, as part of that to help, uh, you know, again, create some spots. And so we're looking into that. And again, we've talked about making uh, the first uh, two blocks on South First Street a uh, one way south and adding diagonal parking on both sides there to uh, as a means of, you know, the one way south would allow us to to do that and significantly increase parking there. And because uh, I think we've had some requests from businesses on South First uh, to do that. So hopefully, you know, these are all things we're exploring and talking about uh, during this time. And um, uh, and then with some of the design issues, we talked about a boulevard going in uh, uh, off of Main each direction and Broadway each direction, uh, but that would cut down on some of the parking in those first 100 blocks. So we're looking at maybe backing away somewhat from that boulevard and adding diagonal parking there to increase spots and, and availability for our downtown businesses. So, you know, we're, we're still studying it. They had a team in here yesterday uh, looking around, continuing their, their work. And so uh, we made a few uh, uh, planned changes uh, based on some of the feedback we got from the folks. And so we're going to have them uh, incorporate a couple more things and maybe add that parking lot and, and take another look at things. Okay. All right. We look forward to hearing what the final verdict is, gentlemen. Okay. Thank you. Have thank a really good day. Thanks for coming in this morning. That is Mayor Rod Davies with us, City Administrator Lou Steinbrecher, and Communications Director Ken Helms. It's 859.